Hey, so I'm not sure if you heard, but we are bringing back the private practice bootcamp experience. So listen, this will not be an ordinary bootcamp. Yes, that's right. We are glowing up your experience and your private practice. So what does this mean? Are you truly ready to glow up your private practice and your life? So I'm talking about crafting a big vision. Stop playing small. Who does that? Okay. We are dreaming big beyond just clarifying your niche. We are actually going to build up your confidence in your business as an abundant CEO. Now, listen, I've had the opportunity to host over 25 boot camps in the last five to six years. And I know that I am really good at teaching and delivering that information. But one thing that I have noticed that is missing with therapists right now is that they need a hype woman. They need someone to encourage them to show up and to glow up boldly and unapologetically. So here are the details. We start on May 20th. We are going strong for four days with also a bonus money session. We also have added our Facebook group with challenges and activities. Listen, y'all, we working. So in order to sign up to participate in all pieces, I want you to head down to the show notes and get on the bootcamp experience list so that you can get started with us. Now, also our private practice signature program DTA will also be opening soon. So make sure that you check the show notes and get on that notification list as well so that you can be the first to know about all the juicy bonuses that we have coming down the pipeline. It is glow up season. I will see you in the bootcamp. Welcome to the Branding for Abundance podcast. My name is Dr. TK. I am a licensed clinical psychologist and success coach. My goal on this podcast is to simply teach you how to proclaim your victory in your relationships, academic and career endeavors, business, money, and your mindset. Learn some simple tools and techniques to brand your life for abundance and live your epic lifestyle. Hey, welcome back to the Branding for Abundance podcast. This is your host, Dr. TK, clinical psychologist and number one therapist, business and branding coach. So in today's episode, I am super excited to talk about some abundance hacks for first class travel. And um, this is part one. This is going to be a series. And what I am going to do is pretty much break up particular things that I want to share with you actually while I am experiencing the first class travel and, you know, 2021 level of of abundance in terms of business abundant tax as well, but I'm going to spread them out because I want to record them as I am going through them so I can give you straight up, you know, behind the scenes experience. Okay. So if this is your first time visiting my podcast, welcome. I am very glad to have you here. Even if you are not a mental health provider, even though that is my expertise and niche is that, you know, a lot of the information that I provide could technically be heard by anyone depending on what you are working on at this current time. But who cannot benefit from first-class travel abundant tax, right? So my mission is to encourage therapists to practice what they preach to their clients. And what do we do? We try to get our clients, our goal is to get our clients to a level of functioning at at least a 70 or above and to think positively and live life abundantly with little to no obstacles, right? Or at least being able to 
move through the obstacle smoothly because now they have the strategic tools taught by the therapist. So this series will be dripped out over the next few weeks, maybe even months. Um, I'm going to take you behind the scenes to abundant travel mixed with, of course, as I mentioned, regular and podcast episodes. Um, I'm also going to set the scene or the tone for this series in this podcast episode. And then I'm going to go into detail on the next episode about specifically my first trip that actually, as I'm recording it, happened yesterday that I had got on a plane um, and it was my first time in over a year. And so um, let's talk about some of these abundant tax and then I will drop some additional nuggets. And so abundant tax number one is um, from, and I'll just more so reflect on what I did is I made a vision board. And so when I say I, I want you to do this as well, is I made a vision board in the beginning of 2020, unknowing, you know, not knowing of what was about to happen. I actually made my vision board. I made like two of them. One of them happened in January. Another one happened in December. And so on my vision board, the topic was work from anywhere and everywhere, right? So hack number Number two is the way that I made my vision board come to life is that I have pictures on my vision board of self-care, getting massages, um, working by the pool with my laptop. I was also by the beach. I was at like a resort. Like, I don't even know who these people were in the photos, but I had just said on my vision board, I'm going to visualize that that was me. And my vision board was actually on my wall in my office in a position where I can always see it when I'm on coaching calls. Um, so it was always behind the computer and I was facing it. Abundant attack number three is after I got my vision board and the proper photos to pretty much visualize my year, um, one of my biggest goals was to focus on first class travel. And the reason why I put first class travel on my vision board is that as a little girl, and I've stated this in a previous podcast episode, I had become accustomed <laughs> to flying first class with my grandmother. My grandmother used to work for United Airlines for a very long time. She retired from them when I was in high school, but I pretty much flew first class from the age of 11 up until maybe 16 or 17 years of age. And then of course, as I became an adult, I graduated out of the parental custodial program to fly under my grandmother's name. And I can still fly for free or a low cost under standby, but it just wasn't the same because as I became an adult and the places that I would travel, I ain't trying to sit on a standby because sometimes you don't make it to the flight and I'm not at places like I was with my grandmother where maybe there was family there where if I didn't make it to my flight, I can just simply go back to someone's house like it wasn't like that. So I just chose to fly within the means that I had at the time and I still at that point in my life flew very comfortably and truth be told, I wasn't flying that much because at that point I was in college, I was in grad school and then my graduate school was in the Bay Area. I had a dog and so after a few trips of me realizing the total cost it um, would be for me to fly home honestly like every other month with a dog back then I was just like this is not within my finances and so we started driving down to LA from the Bay Area pretty much every other month to either go to a family function a wedding a baby shower because that was during prime time I was 25 years old my friends were having kids people were getting married and things like that and so what I had always envisioned was I was going to get back to the position that I could um, have a luxurious lifestyle in terms of life experiences beyond material goods because I had always gotten good or luxury items for material goods, but I also knew how to find a bargain, right? And that would be from cars to actual, you know, material goods like purses, clothes, and things like that. And so, but again, I was a graduate student, so of course I saved for those things. So after kind of just giving you the context of where my mindset was as a kid and me getting accustomed to certain things, I had always had 
had it in my vision that I would, you know, get that back. And you can always go back to some of my previous podcast episodes. I broke down one episode, how I was able to pay for a family of four, but it was a family of five because my son was a baby at that point. So he was free, but how we manifested first class travel to Walt Disney World and things like that. So because I had the vision to fly first class, my goal was to focus on experience over discomfort. Okay. And let me tell you why. Um, It was a podcast episode that I did not too long ago. And I talked about when me and my husband were pretty much like flying to Vegas. And there was one episode that I talked about going on trip after trip after trip. And it was when we went to DC, when I spoke at the Henson Foundation, the month before that, or two months before that, we were already in New York. And then we went back to New York after DC. And so the reason for that background of that story was on one of those flights, my husband and I decided just to keep the regular seats. We were going for his birthday. And then I ended up staying for a business conference on that Saturday and he went back home. And so when we flew, we flew overnight. And then we ended up getting an early check-in at the Roosevelt Hotel, which unfortunately now it's closed. I was so sad when they announced that they were closing in September. Like my husband called me when I was out in the community doing work at a nonprofit. And he was like, are you sitting down? And I was like, yes. And you may not think it's a big deal, but when you get accustomed to certain types of customer service, not that I knew like all the staff, but I was even going to have my event there for therapists that year. It was just sad to see that that was one of the I'm going to say iconic locations in a very prime area in Manhattan, New York. And unfortunately it closed down due to the pandemic. And so, and I think they let go of their last staff around Halloween weekend at the end of October. And so nevertheless, we had an early check-in, but that flight was so freaking uncomfortable. It was ridiculous. And there's something about me flying overnight in which if I cannot lay down, like I'm in my bed, like on Delta One or on Blue Mint, my legs get like the restless leg syndrome situation where also I just can't sleep comfortably, you know, because I can only do so much putting my head on the tray. And I mean, this is two years ago, so it wasn't that long ago. So I had said to him, I said, we will no longer fly coach because one, I'm 5'8", my husband is 6'2", and I just feel like those seats are not made for anybody over 5'5", for you to be able to stretch out your legs for long flights. Now, if I was just flying to Oakland, not a big deal. That's an hour. Anything over two hours, I'm going to say anything over like me flying to Portland, Oregon where my family is, or Arizona where I'm at right now, I'm good. And so from that point on, we either started slowly upgrading into Delta Comfort, JetBlue Extra Leg Room, Southwest Extra Leg Room. I don't really like the emergency seats, Um, but nevertheless, we kind of just climbed our way up. And then um, that was my goal for 2020. But then again, flights got canceled. And so yeah, that's that. So I started to Pinterest board it. And then I also wrote me an affirmation. I made me a flight. Um, what is it called? An abundance like a prop where you fill out like your destination, what day you're going, what class you're going, what seat you have. So it's really fun to me because it's literally like putting together like a storyboard. So hack number three was focusing on experience over discomfort. And then abundance hack number four is I also wanted with travel to stay in five-star hotel. And my goal was pleasure and good customer service. And so I made an affirmation for that in terms of how I was treated, how my room was, making sure that everything worked, that I was able to manifest like a high floor, that I was able to upgrade into a bigger room, you know, and things like that. So again, as a recap, before I share some more nuggets is abundance hack number one was to get in my mind, you know, to work from anywhere and everywhere with a vision board. Hack number two was I started putting photos together that would declare my success that was on my vision board. Then hack number three was first class travel experience over discomfort. 
comfort. And then hack number four was five-star hotel, pleasure, and good customer service. So as we entered into this new season, I declared that I wouldn't travel for a while just because I wanted to protect my health and we didn't know how long this was going to last. And I always said during the season that when we are able to fly, that I would start with a short flight first. One, because odds are my son will be with us and I want to make sure that he's going to be able to keep on his mask because we had seen some horrible videos in terms of parents getting kicked off flights because two and three-year-olds did not want to keep on their mask, you know, and I know that they have rules, you know, and things like that, but I mean, toddlers are toddlers, you know, there's only so much we can do. Um, So what I did in this current season is I did a reflection and I looked at how many trips I had planned for 2020. So just to give you an idea of where I was um, when the pandemic happened is I had already purchased a ticket for me and my assistant to fly through JetBlue to New York to host an event that was sold out and we ended up having to move it online. That was scheduled for April. So I had to put something together in four weeks and we did and it was successful and the therapists were very happy because they also had a different mindset in terms of what they needed to work on for their business during this new season, right? I also have paid for, you know, in full through Southwest because those New York tickets were through JetBlue. So then I had paid Southwest tickets for a family of five because it was me, my husband, my brother-in-law because he had never been. So we were like, oh, come with us because I'm gonna be at the conference. You and my husband can like go take the kids to like the parks or whatever and just chill at the resort because we have a timeshare out there. So family of five because at that point also we would have to pay for my youngest son's seat because he was already two in July of 2020. So of course that flight got canceled. Then we bought tickets during COVID when we were not in a stay-at-home order again, but then we got put on another stay-at-home order because the numbers in Portland, Oregon, where we were going for our family reunion became ridiculous. So that was in August and that flight was canceled on Southwest. So then we got credit again. Then I had bought a ticket to go to the Bay Area. That flight got canceled. Then we were planning, but luckily we didn't buy a flight. We were doing our research for a few months because I wanted to go to Bali for my 40th birthday. That idea got canceled just to go out of the country, right? So clearly I had had a lot of credit for a family of five, a family of two, a party of one. And luckily, at least with my assistant is I was able to retain the credit and points through JetBlue for her flight because they saw that I paid for her ticket, but Delta wouldn't allow that. So they actually ended up giving her the credit. So, I mean, that is what it is. So I just like gifted that to her, right? So those are all the things that I had planned for 2020. And then, you know, I had to change my mindset. I had to pivot. And so we started to think to ourselves, you know, we still had a goal. I still had a goal to work from anywhere and everywhere. So to me, this, I hope you're writing this down. This is an abundance hack within itself that's separate from the other four because this is really me putting into play what I said, even though it did not look exactly how I wanted it to look, okay? So I decided, you know what? Because we're out of a stay-at-home order and Vegas has opened back up, we decided to, for the first time, drive to Vegas around May and it looked like a movie. I swear it was 10 people walking down the street. But nevertheless, we went to Vegas, I'm gonna say a total of three times outside of, the event that I even threw in November, despite the circumstances, right? And we were able to drive from Vegas because my home is only about three and a half, three hours away from Vegas with no traffic. So we were able to manifest, I'm gonna say first class travel because we got there, you know, in our BMW truck um, with no problems, you know, one tank of gas. Um, And we were actually able just to enjoy the scenery because the weather was beautiful during that time. Um, We were able to manifest five-star hotels. We stayed at the Vidara at the highest suites. We 
manifested a upgraded room at the Aria. We manifested a one bedroom suite multiple times with a Bellagio view of the, you know, fountain at um, the Cosmopolitan a few times. I was able to host my college classes where my high school kids were very enthused, like, oh my God, I cannot wait to get grown to be able to like do what you're doing because I was teaching black and brown kids. So they were just happy to see somebody that looked like them. And we were hosting my coaching calls, my dope therapist academy calls, my CE workshop calls. Like it got to the point where the therapists were like, God damn, like you, you in Vegas again. Like, and I was like, y'all want to tour the room? Like after the CE workshop. And I was like, you know, if you don't want to tour the room, you're happy to hop off. Just go ahead and fill out the CE workshop questionnaire. But if you want a tour, just go ahead and stay on. We're on a webinar, but you know, I'll cut this out the recording. And I literally took them on a tour because a lot of them were in states on the East coast where there were also regulations where they couldn't fly to California because it was hot spot to hot spot. So it required like a 14 day quarantine type situation, right? So there was also a one day where I literally hosted a dope therapist a call on Monday. I ran upstairs because I had like Vegas fever. This was after we had went like once already. I ran upstairs, talked to my brother-in-law because he had just got a new job. And I said, hey, when's the next time you have to go to work? And he was like, oh, I don't have to go until like Monday. I said, perfect. Do you have a duffel bag? And he was like, yeah. I said, cool, pack up. We about to go to Vegas. I didn't even run about my husband, right? So then I ran downstairs and I'm like, yo, we, oh no, I think I did. And I said, does he have to work? And he was like, I don't know. So I'm like, I ain't about to sit here and wait on you. Because I think that they thought I was really playing. So I ran downstairs. I said, I'm going to pack Avery's clothes. I'm going to pack my clothes. You pack your clothes. And we're going to leave right now. It's Monday and, you know, we'll come back like on Wednesday or Thursday. I think we we came back on Thursday or something like that. He was like, oh, you got the hotel? I said, yep. As soon as I got off after the call, I hopped onto Hotels.com. I compared it with Hotels.com versus the Cosmo Direct because I have noticed that there's been an increase in the resort fees depending on what platform you, you know, reserve your room and your airplane tickets. So you want to make sure that you're like comparing the prices and I am a deal finder, right? So I was able to manifest like the suite and there was a couch for my brother-in-law and then my son will sleep with us like we ain't gotta have no two-bedroom suite right now we just want to experience the moment so that's what we did and so um literally four hours later literally four hours later we were in vegas and the therapists were like how the hell did you do that <laughs> you know that were on the call they were like what the heck but that got a lot of traction from the therapist because i started using the hashtag wfa and wfe which is work from anywhere work from everywhere and as a mental health provider you need to start looking at this season as you getting your wishes granted because you say it probably that you wish you had more time to do do work whenever and wherever, right? So as I mentioned, the Oakland Bay Area ticket got canceled. Um, We in LA were on a total of three stay-at-home orders, but then moving into what's happening right now, okay, to current day, because I just wanted to set the tone for the series. So my husband's cousin, first cousin, a guy, he had invited us to Miami. And typically we say no to everything because they always invite us to things when we either have our eldest son, which he comes to us like every other week. And we, you know, we're not going to especially because he got, he has school online, you know, we can't take him out of state due to like court order or whatever. So we were like, you know, we can't go. We had said no to like four different trips. And so this time we were like, yeah, we're not going to go. We're going to arrange it. And um, we were able to arrange a trip to Miami. I told myself I can't live in fear, but I can live responsibly. And so we said, yes, we look for the tickets. And guess what? I was able to find first class travel easily. Oh my gosh. And effortlessly. Okay. I was also able to tap into that JetBlue credit. I was able to tap into those men's seats, which I will go in detail in the next podcast episode. I was able to manifest a five-star hotel stay that I'll give you details about um, in the next podcast episode. And to sum it all up, before we wrap up this episode is I planned 
four trips in a week, meaning I'm not going to four places in one week, but I plan to go to four different locations and I bought all the tickets in one week. So again, one of the best things that I teach my students, especially starting at the academy and then going into elite coaching is you have to watch your money and also know what trips are business versus pleasure because this trip that I'm on right now was purchased through my business. Actually, all of my trips were purchased through my business because I'm doing business while I'm there, okay? So, and then I mix pleasure with the business, right? So, all of my flights are first class and it ranges from February until April. For now, we're currently looking for something to do with the kids in the summer, but we have to play it by ear based off of where we want to go just because of the things that may or may not be available. Now that you have some of the backstory and my abundance vision board hacks, I really want you to tune into the next episode to hear all about my trip to Miami, Florida, and literally working from anywhere and everywhere. So I really hope that this podcast episode has inspired you. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for staying for the entire time. Please consider, um, or I would ask that you subscribe to my podcast episode, whether you are a returning listener or new listener, um, because I drop podcast episodes every single week. And my goal is to talk about living an abundant lifestyle while also growing and scaling your mental health business and streams of income. Please share this podcast channel with other mental health providers. Um, And also, if you want to go that extra mile, let me know what was your biggest takeaway. What abundance hack do you want to try? Where do you want to travel to? Do you want to travel first class? Where do you want to go? Where do you want to stay? I want to know. So snapshot a picture of this podcast episode and then drop it on Instagram. Tag me at Dr. TK Psych and I'll go ahead and return the favor and also give you a shout out. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode and I will see you in the next one. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast episode today. I am super excited to see your growth in your business, career, money, and relationships. Be sure to check me out on Instagram at Dr. TK Psych, where you can find daily inspiration and tips to live your abundant lifestyle. 